Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. I do, though, want to chat about the spate of vandalism and antisocial behaviour that seems to have taken place right around many parts of the country, actually, in the past week or so. And Councillor Nick Killian is the chairperson of Meath County Council. Nick, what happened at the Hill of Tara? Uh, afternoon, Andrea. Well, what's happened on Tara is the Leah Fall, which is the stone of destiny and is very much part of the Tara archaeology, uh, was spray-painted with the word fake and completely destroyed at the weekend. And with the week, with the word fake, is that what you fake, said? Fake, yes, the word fake, and you know it's been mindlessly vandalised. And Tara is an extremely important site. It's a significant archaeological site, and it's what we call the jewel in the Bine Valley. And we're extremely annoyed that it's mm. happened. It's been reported to the guard. He, he, we're asking. It happened, I think, Monday yeah, of the bank holiday. And we're asking anybody that might have been around the Hill of Tara to come back to the Gardaí and report what they yeah. say. So Mondays is, is when you think it's... Monday evening towards dark. OK. Um, what's the cost now of trying to clean this up, Nick? Well, I don't know, but it's a very specialist job. I know, yeah. Yeah, but, and we're lucky it's an OPW site. Um, unfortunately, it was vandalised back in 2012 uh, when somebody took a hammer to it. And then in 2014, somebody painted it uh, multiple of colours. But the whole BW, and they're very good at this sort of restoration. And I know, and I've no doubt, they'll have a very good job job to make bring it back to its pristine mm. condition. Very annoying though, Nick, all the same. It is very annoying. And uh, like you take in 2021, 188,000 visitors visited Tara. And many of those would be from overseas. But a lot of the people that use Tara are local people from the vicinity, from Dublin, and who come every day to enjoy what they see in Tara. And people would go for dog walking, uh, runners, uh, the B team even trained on it years, years ago. So it's a multiple use mm. site. Well, now, I, I, like, is there CCTV in the area? Is that the. There, there, the CCTV uh, at a shop that's on the site, the Maguire shop that's on site, but not within Tara. I mean, it's 100 acres, very hard to cover. Now, obviously, we'll have to look at some. Uh, security issues I'm sure with new technology we might be able to pinpoint the Leah Fall but there's other uh, elements there's the Statue of St. Patrick there's, uh, there's the Mound of the Hostages so as I said it's a multi it is yeah and uh, ironically we, we are actually in the process on Mead County Council of introducing a Tara conservation plan and we're working with the chief archaeologists from the Monuments, Michael McDonough, and in partnership with OPW and Mead County County okay. Council to try and preserve and protect as best we can. Mm. And then the you have to feature. you have to deal with with this then in in the middle of it all. Stay on the line, Nick, if you don't mind, because I want to go to Donegal. Um, Andy McGonagall is the chair there of the Mallon Development Association. Andy, what happened in, in Mallon? 
Well, we had a group of persons who uh, stole tractors, basically, and drove them onto our village green and done quite a bit of damage to the surface of our village green, which is a focal point of our village, the most northerly village in Ireland, actually, mm. and it's on the Wild Atlantic Way heading to Malinhead. So, yes, we're, we're disappointed, to say the least. And what stage is it in now? It's not too bad. We've worked on it already, but the weather hasn't been just... It's a bit damp yet to be really working too much on it, but with the help of Foss and Donegal County Council, we get it sorted eventually, you know. So they, they came in with, with tractors, is that what you said? And just came in with five tractors, yes, and drove onto our green. It's, uh, there's a curb there. You couldn't take a car in because there's, there's a point where you could stop the car going, but tractors can just mount the curb and get up onto the green. And so it's senseless. There's m- no need for it. Yeah, m- m- mounted up onto the green with, with tractors and up on, yeah. r- ripped up the... Ripped up the surface of the green, yeah. yes. Yeah, that's what happened. And uh, the guards, and like, is it something that's been investigated or reported? Oh yes, guards went around door to door, and there we, we, have, we have, think we have source of of cameras, closed circuit television, hopefully caught. But we don't know. We're not been told. We're not privy to that news. Yeah, yet. okay, but it's it's certainly been been looked into. Um, yes. Fianna Fáil councillor in the area, Martin McDermott, is is with us as well. Like Martin, how do you address this behaviour? Yeah, good afternoon, Andy. I think it's it's you know despicable behaviour. It's something I think that is, you rightly said earlier, has crept into society over the last while. We have had a number of these occasions. Um, after Christmas, we had a football pitch that was that was damaged as well uh, in in Glengad, and we had now this spate in Malin. We also had a spate of uh, damage done to the greens in Carndona, um around the council offices with cars as well. So it's becoming a regular occurrence uh, for this to happen late at night um, by people going onto other people's property and damaging it, in mm-hmm. particular property that has been looked after by the local community. You know, Andy and the Malin development there and the Malin tidy towns, you know, do fantastic work down in Malin and it's an iconic area for, for years um, in relation to tidy towns and one tidy towns uh, on two occasions and as Andy says, it's on the way to Malin Head where we, we do get a lot of visitors. Uh, so it's it's an iconic place that people stop at and stop and have their, their lunch at. So, you know, they're attacking the whole community by doing these types of things. And the same with football clubs are, are, are around Carindona. You know, people are giving up their voluntary time uh, day in, day out to, to keep these places in the condition that they're in. And it's very, very disappointing to see some of the damage that's been done at the moment. And as you say, it's something that is creeping in in society, uh, not just here in Donegal, but around the country, because no. I hear other, other, uh, you know, public reps talking about the exact same thing. But sure, Nick is just talking about the, you know, the hill, of, hill of Tara yeah. and, and 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 County Meath. And actually, Nick, I've a text in from Alan, who's in Meath. He's in Navan. He says the attack on the Lea Fall was disgusting. It's a cowardly act. The answer is quite simple, though mandatory imprisonment for vandalising a national monument. Alan has little sympathy for those involved, Nick. The law is quite weak in this because if they were caught, the most that can happen is uh, under the Vandalism Act is a fine, and they might appear in court and their name might be uh, people that get to know that they are, who they actually are. So we need to actually step up fines. I mean, I'm so sorry to, to hear what's happened in Donegal and the hard work that's been obliterated by idiots. And it's just not acceptable, mm-hmm. but. It is part of what we're living with, unfortunately, and people think they can do what they mm. want. 
Well, it's very disappointing, Andy, from the perspective of the, you know, the, 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 the Malin Association, the Development Association, that like people give an up voluntary time and then you have to go out and deal with this. Yeah, we'd meet on a regular basis. We'd meet fortnightly, fortnightly practically throughout the year and we have 15, 20 people who go to the meetings and they're interested in, in the pride of place and they want to keep their village as looking as neat and tidy as it possibly can be and develop as much as they can. And this sort of antisocial behaviour just is so negative, I don't get the point of it at all. Would you agree, Martin, with Nick, that we need to look at the legislation around this? Like, you know, what happens to people under the vandalism, um, under the vandalism act? It's just, it's just not strong enough at all. It's not a deterrent. No, there's certainly not a deterrent. As, as Nick says, it's it's a very sort of slap on the wrist type of a thing if you do uh, something like this, and you know, getting the evidence and getting somebody tied down to to allow the Gardaí to even take something to court takes a very long period of time and sometimes can be found very, very difficult. So, you know, there needs to be absolutely a lot tighter uh, some way that, that people can be, you know, given a sentence because this type of behaviour is, is just, it's not fair to the people that's putting in the work all the time. And I think until there is a sentence there that is something that makes people stand up and think, I think this this will keep happening because people are getting away with doing these things. And I think until that stops, um, we will see this mm-hmm. continue. So I think it's vitally important that something is done around this and that the sentencing is a lot more stringent than what it is at the moment. Eileen is on the line as well. Eileen got in touch. Actually, 1800 453 106 is the number. Um, Eileen's in, in Kilmacanogan County, Wicklow. What happened there, Eileen? Well, uh, the statue of Our Lady, who's been looking down over the village for over, well, circa 90 years, was uh, dragged down intact and completely disappeared from the grotto, which is up on a very tall hill. So it was and ripped down and hill. stolen? It was, it was, yeah, just taken down and completely intact. There's nothing left. There's no breakage or anything like that. Completely dragged down. You can see where it was dragged down the bank and uh, disappeared completely. And it hasn't been taken away for repair or anything like that. It's been reported to the police. Uh, the priest doesn't know what he's hoping people, whoever it will be good enough to bring it back. Um, and complete. There's poor Bernadette looking up at the empty pedestal, you know. And how big is this? I mean, this is a, it's a big statue, this. It's yeah, not... my height would be over five feet, you know. I'm five foot three, so she must be my height anyway, you know. So, the, and when did this happen? Happened on Monday evening, so it did. One of our local neighbours here, he had just gone in, I think, to say a prayer in the church. Do you know what I mean? I think he might close it up, I'm not sure. But anyway, he he went in and then he came out and I suppose his darkness was falling. She was gone. He walked back down the avenue. It's not quite a, in Kilmacanag, which is up on a bank, right up on a high bank. And this was made in 1934 by the local people. They took, you know, white quartz stones from the Sugarloaf and they set it into a beautiful concrete setting and got the statues. Because, yeah, she's been watching over people here for years. It's a real landmark from the N11. Well, it was extraordinarily steep and completely intact. She was taken. You know, so the statue of Our Lady is missing from yeah, Kilmacano. Yeah, and it's a really big one up on a really tall hill. You mm. know, very large grotto. I'm sure the locals are very annoyed about it, Eileen. Oh, yeah, I'm very shocked. I'd say more than anything else. The fact, I mean, like the, the, the vandalism thing is horrible and really awful. I think community service is the only thing there for people actually clean up their own mess. You know, I know, but uh, you know, it might be the the remedy as well. But the this just completely disappeared. But I noticed, Andrea, I just was flicking, you know, across the internet, and I noticed there's quite a brisk market 
in intact religious, you know, you know, church statues in the UK, you know, for resale. So maybe they're, I don't know if they're an attractive artwork or whatever, but, you know, it's an awful shame because she was more, she's not worth anything particularly because she's only like concrete or something like that. Blaster, she was not metal or anything like that. But she, for us, she's a real landmark. And my parents used to say their rosary up there nearly mm. every day. You know, when, they were, when I was my father's dead, now my mother is 90. And they were a familiar sight, my parents up there saying their rosary and coming back down. Do you know what I mean? Well, that's it for the people for the people of the village, and I've texted yeah. from from listeners making that point that you know it's it's been a focal uh, point for the village and and, and local people for Completely. for years. Like, she's been, like it's she, she's been like presiding over it with her kind of you know benign gaze know, yeah. across the whole village. You know what I mean? It's very frustrating. And she's seen the life and death of many friends and neighbours. You know what I mean? You know people I you know who are now in the graveyard. You know what I mean? Who went by her and we, we that, you know what I mean? It's a real mm. kind of it's more than a statue. Do you know what I mean? I, I don't know, know what the solution is. Like it's it's remarkable. I mean, we've gone from Meath to to Donegal to Wicklow, all with with kind of similar stories and similar incidents that have all happened since Bank Holiday Monday. Um, the St Bridget's Bank Holiday. I, I don't know what like how you you deal with it or deal with it or address it. But I'm sure the parish priest there, Eileen, is 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 um, frustrated about this too. Yes, I mean, I think he. Well, his main request is that whoever would be decent enough to bring it back. Do you know what I mean? It was a prank to bring it back and put it back in place is Father Hyacinth's approach to it. You know, and he's just, um, yeah, again, very shocked. Mm. He's just very sad about it because he gets it, you know. And uh, well, maybe what it means to the people here. Yeah. You know, it's just, as my sister said, it's so sad what my sister said you know and she that sums it up perfectly it does Andrea. it does yeah and it seems you know, to be the, the issue you know that, that's probably you could the same sentiment around all parts of the country for, for Nick and, and Andy and Martin there as well in, in Donegal people are just very annoyed about it um, listen Eileen thanks a million for getting in touch with us Martin McDermott there in uh, in Donegal Andy McGonagall and also um, Nick Killian from Meath County Councillor Councillor there as well thanks a million for your time on the show Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Brought to you by Avant Money. Weekdays at midday on News Talk.